0: Big one coming up, L.A. Galaxy, Minnesota United FC, Allianz Field, 5 o'clock. Andy Greeter will be covering for the Pioneer Press. And the Loons starting to emerge as a real contender after a terribly slow start. And to fill in the blanks and what's going on with the Loons, Andy Greeter once again joins us from the Pioneer Press and TwinCities.com. Andy, always good to visit with you. Great day. Weather-wise, the supporters of Minnesota United FC have got to be grinning year to year. This is going to be a perfect late afternoon, early evening at Allianz.
3: Yeah, the weather should be nice, and and a quality opponent is in town with the LA Galaxy, who uh, Minnesota United is looking up at the standings. And uh, you know, this is a a rematch of sorts of the 2019 uh, MLS Cup playoff game at Allianz Field, uh, the first time the Loons ever made the playoffs. And LA Galaxy and Vlatan Ibrahimovic and Jonathan Del Santos and, and, uh, you know, the star-studded LA Galaxy, uh, took out Minnesota United, uh, and Minnesota United's offense, uh, was pretty feeble that day. And, uh, you know, they didn't play during the pandemic a year ago, uh, but now they're back in here, uh, in St. Paul and, and it'll be a big test for Minnesota. You know, they've, they've, uh, you know, they've only got one loss, uh, in the last 13 games. Uh, so that's been a quality aspect. Of this team, uh, but you know, throughout that time, you know, they've only had two games, including last Saturday against Houston, where they've had comfortable two-goal wins. So it's been very uh, threadbare at times when they've been able to get wins. You know, half of those uh, 12 results uh, in their favor uh, have been ties. So yeah, it's it's a, it's going to be a tough match for them, and and uh, it'll be interesting to see if they're able to rise up to the occasion against a quality LA Galaxy team. For over
0: a two-week span here, we saw that at the end of July. So uh, they're going to come fast and furious for the Loons here before the end of August.
3: Yeah, and it'll be interesting to see where the goals come from. You know, they they released Ramon Abela last week, and he was looked at as a guy that was supposed to be, you know, a, a goal scorer for this team. And they had to cut bait on him because he didn't fit. And that's just been a revolving door for this team. They have not been able to find a, a quality goal scorer. Uh, throughout their time in MLS, and uh, Audrey and Unu, uh, their new French player, hasn't scored in six games, uh, hasn't played a, a you know a full ninety minutes in that same stretch, and you know they've been able to get it from other places. You know they've been able to get it from Robin Lud, who's been you know Mr. Clutch for this team. Emmanuel Reynoso continues to provide uh, quality service into the box, and Woodbury's Brent Coleman uh, scored the second <laughs> goal uh, last weekend. So. It's been interesting to see the fact that they've been able to, to put together good results, but they haven't been able to do it at the striker position, uh, which uh, supposed bread and butter, and they haven't been able to do it uh, throughout, throughout their MLS era here. And, and you need your best players to step up in the big moments like today. And Audrey Nunu is one of their three designated players, and he's, he's got two goals uh, to the MLS season, so he's been able to show that he can do it. Uh, but he hasn't done it lately, and he needs to do it in big games, and, and today would be a great opportunity for
0: him. Let's go back to Brent Coleman. That, that was a cool goal. I was tuned in, uh, saw the goal, really happy for a guy who, who continues to contribute a, in a local tie. There's been so much turnover on this roster, but he's been a constant.
3: Yeah, and uh, you know, last year uh, he spent part of that time on loan uh, in El Paso. And it looked like that was probably going to be the end of the road for him. You know, he was on this team since it came into MLS in 2017, and yeah, like you said, he, he and Ethan Finley and Michael Boxel are, are some of the few that have been around since that first season. And you know, they've they lost Michael Boxel uh, to a kind of a thigh groin injury uh, six games ago, and uh, you know, Brett Coleman has stepped in, and, and they were able to get a clean sheet uh, last weekend, and they've been able to do it, you know, for so often. Uh, with him and kind of, you know, kind of bridge the gap from, uh, you know, who their captain is in, in Michael Boxel And, and, you know, Brent is, has, been a controversial figure, uh, at times during his time in Minnesota. Uh you, know, uh, you know, for, for, you know, opened up to me in an interview and kind of spoke his mind and, and showed where he was coming from. On those issues and it took a lot of courage to be able to, to say the things and, and do the things that he did for the reasons that he did. And, uh, you know, it didn't make, uh, you know, a lot of fans uh, with a very social conscious, social conscious fan base. Uh, but he has his morals and has his beliefs and, and stands by him and, and he's been able to produce, uh, defensively where they needed him most. And, and he has been able to get on the score sheet a few times on the other end.
0: Andy Gritter joining us, covers the Loons. They take on the L.A. Galaxy at 5 in a monster sports day. Vikes preseason underway right now, U.S. Bank Stadium. None of the key guys playing in the game today. Then the Loons at 5, twins and Rays tonight. Game two of the three-game set uh, from Target Field. Lynx get back at it. Uh, They're carrying over a seven-game winning streak uh, through that long Olympic break. They get back at it. We'll have more on that a little bit later on in the program. Uh, Andy, one other thing I wanted to get to out of Minnesota United FC, uh, and this is off the field news. Uh, They have a new uh, chief executive officer.
3: Yeah, Sherry Ballard is her name. She was at... Uh, Best Buy for over 25 years, and, and what I think is interesting about her is, you know, she started as an operations manager in store number 411, I think it was, in, in her home state of Michigan in the Flint area, and uh, worked her way up to be one of the top executives at Best Buy, and uh, I think it just shows her acumen, I think it shows her drive and competitiveness. Now, she isn't involved in soccer, uh, has, doesn't have a background in soccer, but has shown you know, kind of, you know, an ability to lead, you know, so much of what Minnesota United is, uh, they don't have a a massive TV contract like the Vikings or or other major pro sports. So they have to rely on what happens uh, with sponsorships and what happens in the stadium. And, uh, you know, this, this club is one of the top MLS teams in sponsorships and they sell out every game. Uh, So she's going to have to kind of enhance those different things you know, just thinking about this game here today. You know, there's a bit of nutrition that has started. Uh, you know, they they sing Wonderwall after games and and uh, you know after wins. And you know now they've got uh, Ozzy Alonso, who's one of the legends in MLS, and and his young daughters. I did a feature story about it today, and people can check it out at TwinCities.com. Um, but uh, his his daughters will run on the field and and score goals after games, and uh, the fans will erupt in cheers afterwards. And it's a very <laughs> kind of heartfelt moment, and opportunity to kind of show that it's about families. It's about, uh, you know, a bigger thing than just who these players are and, and if they're scoring goals or not or stopping goals on the other end. And uh, it's just a very, you know, touching moment for a grizzled veteran, a guy who's who can be very certainly on the field and, and sometimes off it to uh, see him, you know, embrace his young daughters after they score goals and wrap them up in hugs and kisses uh, it's just a great thing to to see. And he's reaching the end of his career, Ozzy Alonso is. and He's trying to slow down time and not have his daughters grow up uh, as quickly as they are uh, and kind of share and cherish the moments that he has. And if they win again tonight, I'm sure Paulina and Carolina, uh, two daughters of Ozzy Alonso, will be out on the field looking to score goals. And I'm sure fans will be looking to cheer about it because they'll be in a great mood after a win. And, and Ozzy'll be there to to wrap him up in hugs.
0: Yeah, good good stuff, Andy. By the way, TwinCities.com dot com for that piece. Real quick, couple updates on Golden Gopher football. Uh, some scary injury news. Uh, the top wide receiver goes down. Do we do you know the extent of the injury?
3: Yeah, Chris Alman Bell. Uh, you know they're clear number one wide receiver with Rashad Bateman now off to the Baltimore Ravens, who has to have his own surgery. Um, yeah, I mean. It was interesting. It happened during a, an open to the public practice on Thursday night at Huntington Bank Stadium, and and uh, you know they went live in a one on one drill, and uh, Chris Ottman Bell was was brought down in a in a uh, you know it was pretty much a horse collar tackle, and uh, he remained down, and it did not look good at the time, and he was down for a while, and, and needed assistance to get into the locker room, and I just. Uh, you know, wonder why he was in that drill in the first place, just given how important he is to this wide receiver core, the number one target for Tanner Morgan this year, the best compliment to Mo Ibrahim uh in the running game. And Mo is not a part of this drill and I wonder why Chris Ottman Bell was. Um there hasn't been an update on his injury status. Um you know, I I you know just given how it looked, um I'm not looking for for great news. Uh, but reading the tea leaves, uh, you know, when they've had major injuries in the past, uh, there is a bit of a precedent where they've, where they've announced it right away. Uh, if it's been like, a Antoine Winfield foot injury that knocked him out of the 2018 season, yeah. um, or, or as Zach Anak said when he hurt his foot, you know, they announced those pretty quickly that they were done. Uh, but they haven't announced anything yet. Um, you know, they've waited on other injuries. You know, I remember Rodney Smith. You know, knee injury, and I think it was 2018. They didn't announce that right away, and he was still done. So, you know, you can try to read the tea leaves on it, uh, but P.J. is very guarded about injuries. Uh, you know, they're going to have availability on Monday. Uh, that's going to be the first question I'm going to ask is, is what the status is of Chris Ottman-Bell. Um, he's very, very, very important to this offense, and they're going to need him, so we'll see what happens. And, oh, by the
0: way, they open against Ohio State two weeks from Thursday at Huntington B- Bank Stadium. It, it, it's two weeks from Thursday. I can't even get my arms around that.
3: Yeah, it's coming up quick. Yeah, they, uh,
0: <laughs> no. uh, you know, what's that? It's it's just crazy. I can't believe football season is that close.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, what's, what's been nice about uh, the Gophers is, you know, they get started pretty early. They've been playing on the Thursday. Uh, of the first week of the season, you know, there's going to be week zero games that I think are going to be, you know, four or five days before when the Gophers open. But the Gophers will open in week one on Thursday. And I think it's going to, I i just love the the first game of the year. I just feel like it has such a, you know, freshness, crispness. Uh, the weather is usually great. You're able to have a, a nighttime kickoff, but it's still, you know, in the 70s and sunny and then you'll have the sunset. And, and, uh, you know, we'll be having games in November uh, you know, when there's multiple layers and hand warmers and you can see your breath. And, uh, it's just great to have likely great weather, uh, for that first game. And yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see how these gophers stack up against Ohio state. Mm. Buckeyes are, I think a two touchdown favorite. They're going to have a, a quarterback that's going to be throwing his first collegiate pass. It could be an opportunity uh, to rattle him, but then again, you know, this is likely going to be a four or five star guy that Ryan day has been molding under Justin Fields. And, uh, Uh, just to see Justin Fields rather and yeah I mean it's going to be a a stiff test for the Gophers and I think if they're able to keep it close if they're able to cover I think you know that could you know bode well if they're able to pull off a a a shocker and knock them off and if things you know really 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 go their way uh, I think it'll just inject optimism for this Gopher team and and uh, you know they've got you know some non-conference games after that and you know, Miami will be after that, and, and then they go to Colorado, which I think is a very interesting game uh, for them in a Power 5 uh, battle. You know, the Buffalo's starting quarterback went down with an injury, it sounds like, today in a scrimmage, uh, so they could be shorthanded. But, yeah, I mean football season is right around the corner. Mm. And I'm looking forward to it.
0: Coming up quick. All right, Andy, always good to visit with you. Thanks. Yep, take care. Andy Greeter covers the loons and Golden Gopher football for the Pioneer Press online at Twin Cities